0: Make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Uh, Hopefully, you guys had a great weekend and a very happy Easter. Uh, Happy Easter, everybody. The tomb is empty. Uh, He is risen, and thank God for that. Um, Hopefully, you guys uh, had a good time with your families and everything uh, on this Easter. Um, A lot to get to today. I want to share with you an epiphany I had uh, about... uh, Some parallels between uh, never Trumpers, never Trump Republicans specifically, and uh, people who crap on Game of Thrones all the time. So I definitely want to talk about that a little bit. I know that sounds strange, but. It will be explained. I, w- I will explain that uh, that odd statement in just a second. And obviously, we will talk about the horrific um, radical Muslim terrorist attack um, in Sri Lanka um, yesterday morning as well. Uh, really horrific stuff. Um, but before I get into the news of the week, though, I need to remind you guys, please follow us on Twitter at No Gimmicks NoGimmicksPod. Um, tweet at us. We always tweet back. And if you haven't already, please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. Um Hey, look, you never know when I'm going to be kicked off of Twitter and Facebook and all that. You know, uh, big tech seems to be censoring conservatives left and right. So make sure you subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. So if I magically disappear from social media, uh, you will still get alerts on your phone (laughs) when I upload new episodes. So definitely subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating and a good review. I'd really appreciate that. All right. You guys know I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. Watched the new episode last night. It was great. Uh, as always, big fan of Game of Thrones. People always shit on Game of Thrones. though. I mean, there, there's tons of Game of Thrones haters online. I mean, just click on the, the Game of Thrones hashtag on Twitter, and just it, it's just people just complaining about Game of Thrones left and right. And I realize that Game of Thrones haters and never-Trump Republicans are exactly the same people. I, I don't mean they're, they're physically the, the same exact people, but they're the same types of people with the same types of arguments, really. I'm seeing a lot of parallels here between people that hate on Game of Thrones and people that—Republicans, rather—that still hate on President Trump. Game of Thrones is objectively the best show on TV. Uh, really. I, and I'm not saying Trump is the best politician or the most conservative politician or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. Game of Thrones is objectively the best game in town, <laughs> right? I mean, they, they, it really is. It is objectively— the greatest show on TV in decades, literally. I don't think any other show in recent memory comes close. And people still complain. P- people still complain left and right. I mean, Game of Thrones, the storyline's fantastic. I mean, the the plot is, is fantastic. The character development, they somehow figured out a way to Develop like thirty different characters that you actually care about. It, it is really great stuff. It's shot beautifully. The cinematography, the camera work is ridiculous. The acting is tremendous. I really. I, I remember this isn't a movie; it's a TV show. I can't remember ever watching a TV show where the acting is this good. I mean, Peter Dinklage, who plays a, a Tyrion Lannister, is one of the the finest actors we have working right now, in my opinion. Uh, the the woman I forget her name who plays Cersei, man, she's just wildly talented. And it's hard to to pull off the the bad guy that that you hate that you just learn to just hate. And that that's a hard role and she pulls it off. I mean you really hate that character. She's a tremendous actress. The woman who plays uh, uh Brienne is is great. You know the 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 dude who plays Jon Snow is great. I mean there's so many talented people. And there's I, there's something for everybody in that show. I mean there's like very attractive people having sex with each other, <laughs> you know. There's vicious wonderfully choreographed, brutal, bloody fight scenes. I mean, there's, you know, not to mention the great plot and the just in-depth, it's just great. I really don't know what there is to complain about Game of Thrones, but people still complain. I mean, people nitpick every little thing and they complain. And Republicans, a lot of Republicans, do the exact same thing to President Trump. And I'm not saying, of course there's flaws in Game of Thrones. I mean, you know, I could do without the incest yeah, I mean, it's weird. I mean, you know, it's, it's pretty weird. I mean, I wish they wouldn't kill off all of my favorite characters. You know, that, that gets kind of annoying. But it's still objectively the best show on television. And, of course, like, I don't like... I, I hate having to give these disclaimers. I obviously don't like Trump's Twitter feed. I don't like the fact that he's cheated on his wife. I don't like that stuff. I wish we had a president that was more moral. Look, look, is, is President Trump the, the family man, the moral family man that, say, Barack Obama is? No. But, I mean, by all, by all accounts, Barack Obama seems like a very good husband and father who is, you know, uh, five times the family man that, that President Trump is. Barack Obama also invaded Libya for absolutely no reason, started multiple new wars, specifically in Libya, started a new war there, killed Muammar Gaddafi, and that led to the slaughter of tens of thousands of innocent civilians and the destabilization of an area in North and Central Africa roughly the same size as the continental United States. So I will take the guy who cheats on his wife but doesn't start a new war leading to the slaughter of tens of thousands of innocent civilians and the destabilization of an area as large as the continental United States any day of the week and twice on Sunday, okay? Come, What are we doing? What are we doing? Like, give me a break. President Trump cut taxes. He's slashed deregulation. I, I don't think the tax cut bill went far enough, but it's a good start. But he has slashed deregulation, deregulations. He said he would eliminate two regulations for every new regulation put on the books. It's something like 12 to 1. He's eliminating 12 regulations to every one new regulation. That is tremendous. He's appointed hundreds of conservative judges, including two Supreme Court justices. Well, Neil, Neil Gorsuch looks like a real uh, superstar on the Supreme Court. Jury's still out on, on Brett Kavanaugh. He's been a little disappointing thus far. But still, shows how beats the uh, the two uh, you know blue-haired, transgendered communist judges that Hillary Clinton would have appointed. Really not much to complain about there. ISIS has been completely destroyed. And Trump hasn't started any new, mo- new wars. He's trying to end the current wars, despite the wishes of the Democratic Party and a lot of the, the neocon-type Republicans. And, and Trump's a supply-sider. I mean, like, we don't talk about this because he he always threatens countries with with trade wars and stuff like that. He has imp- implemented a couple tariffs. Most of the tariff uh, talk has, has been talk. I mean, it's been empty threats, thank goodness, so far. But he's surrounded himself with Reaganite supply-siders, right? Guys like Larry Kudlow and others. They're, they're Ronald Reagan-type supply-side economists. I mean, he, he's a traditional conservative Republican president. But people constantly complain about mean tweets. Orange man bad. It's like, guys, I, what is your alternative? Bill Weld? He'll get a half a percent in the Republican primary. Trump will be the nominee for the Republican Party in 2020. Do you want the supply-sider who doesn't want to start new wars? Who supports Israel. I haven't even mentioned he's the most pro-Israel president in the history of the country by far. Some might say Truman, but that's bullshit. Trump has been w- way more pro-Israel than, than Truman ever was. Recognizing Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights and obviously moving the U.S. Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. I mean, among other things, he he's stood toe-to-toe with Israel. I'm Shoulder-to-shoulder with Israel, rather. I'm mixing up my my sayings today. It is a Monday. Trump's going to be the nominee. He's going to be running against an open socialist. Bill Weld will get 1%. Are you going to nitpick? Of course. Of course. I get it. There are fair criticisms of Trump. He's not a moral man. He lies a lot. He's not a nice guy. From all accounts, he's a horrible boss. Fires people quite often. People quit on him quite often. He's probably just a beast to work for. I get it. And I get there's criticisms of Game of Thrones. A lot of people complain because there's too many boobs on the show. Because they're pretending to be Puritans who can't handle boobs. It's like, okay, like I I get what you're doing, guys. I get it. You're, You're trying to be a Puritan here for some reason. You don't like the boobs. You don't like Trump having affairs 10 years ago. I get it. It's not great. Am I supposed to be offended by tits on Game of Thrones and then watch some terrible show? (laughs) <laughs> like, what What other shows... Should, like, if, if you're so, you know, put off by, by nudity in Game of Thrones or the violence, the blood in, in Game of Thrones or something, am I supposed to watch some, like, awful... I, I don't even... I don't watch much TV. I don't even know what else is out there right now. Game of Thrones is kind of the only show I watch. Am I supposed to watch some bullshit sitcom? Last Man Standing? Because I'm offended by naked people on Game of Thrones? Am I supposed to vote for some half-wit neocon like Bill Weld because Trump says mean things on Twitter. Like, come on, guys. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? I just don't understand it. Of course there's fair criticisms. But get over it, for goodness sakes. The Mueller report is out, as you know. Uh, The full Mueller report was published uh, last Thursday afternoon. And it obviously turns out we were right all along. Uh, You know, I, I for one, uh, do not get tired of being right all the time. I I don't get tired of winning. Uh, Trump didn't do anything illegal or impeachable. There's no collusion. He didn't collude with Russia, and he didn't obstruct justice, period. I mean, that that was the the findings of, of the Mueller report. No obstruction, no collusion. That that That's basically the bottom line. The report also painted Trump in, in, in unflattering light. And he the, the report confirmed basically what I said earlier. He's very hard to work for. He fibs a lot. You know, he said he didn't know anything about his son's meeting with that Russian lawyer at Trump Tower. And he lied about the timing of the meetings revolving building a building in Moscow or something like that. Yeah, we knew all that stuff already. He lied about Stormy Daniels. We we knew that three years ago. I I there's there's nothing new in here. The only things that that were brought to light, the only confirmations we have from the Mueller report, is that Trump did not collude with Russia and that he did not obstruct justice. The only quote unquote damning thing, truly, and it's not even damning. Like the the, the worst thing for Trump in the entire report. Is that he he uh, he inquired to uh, uh, Dan McGahn, the, the White House Counsel, and and several other members of his administration. He inquired about firing Bob Mueller. He thought about he was frustrated, don't like this guy. It's a witch hunt. I want to fire him. And then his staff said, "Don't do that. That'd be very bad." And he said, "Okay." <laughs> and he didn't fire Mueller. He he let Mueller conclude his investigation. They made it public with minimal redactions. Okay. I, I don't... that That's the worst part of the report? Like, that that's it? The Democrats are still talking impeachment because Trump thought about firing Mueller and didn't? Look, anytime somebody cuts me off in traffic, I think about getting out of the car and killing the guy. But I don't do it. Thinking about doing something and not following through with it is not a crime. That's not an impeachable offense. It's actually... nothing. <laughs> like, there's nothing... I... Really? Really? And and Mitt Romney, the the junior senator from Utah, is getting a lot of flack from conservatives. Rightly so, I believe, from tweeting his outrage and disgust at the president for thinking about firing Mueller and not doing it, or wanting to build a building somewhere, or what, or cheating on his wife. We well, already knew that. And it's like Mitt, bruh, I like you a lot. I voted for you. I put up yard signs. Dude, you didn't learn anything new about the president you didn't already know, and I get it, you don't like Trump. But what are you doing? You're a Republican senator. Do you you really want to serve in the Senate under President Kami McFeminist or under a conservative president you can actually work with and get some shit done to make the country better? Like, I just don't get it. I like Mitt Romney. And look, do I I wish Trump had his own policies and Mitt Romney's morality, of course, of course I do, but I'm not voting against Trump for some war hawk who wants to raise my taxes, invade other Muslim countries, regulate the hell out of the economy, outlaw speech they don't like, and take my guns because Trump isn't that good of a dude. I'm not gonna stop watching the best show on television because there's tits and violence either. Get over yourselves. You fake Puritan charlatan actors. Gosh. Nobody's offended by Game of Thrones. Nobody's offended by Trump's Twitter account. No one. If you're if you claim to be offended by those two things, you're a liar. You're lying. You're just lying. Mitt Romney's lying. He's not outraged. And I like Mitt. I think he's a good man with a good heart, but he's lying right now. These never-Trumpers are lying to you. No one is actually outraged. The sad news of the week, obviously. Um, Yesterday morning, it would have been Saturday night our time, uh, but uh, Sunday morning, Easter morning, uh, in Sri Lanka, the small island country off the coast of India in, in the Indian Ocean, um... It, it brutal, Re- really brutal stuff. Brutal stuff. Yesterday morning, uh, radical Muslims um, carried out eight vicious attacks on Christians across Sri Lanka um, at churches and hotels. Um, I believe six churches were targeted and two uh, hotels that are frequented by uh, by by tourists and, and things like that were, were targeted. Eight bombs went off. Uh, two hundred and ninety confirmed dead. And uh, well over 200 wounded, and those numbers may still rise. I mean, a- every day they've been increasing uh, the number of, of dead and wounded as you know, as they're trying to figure out you know where everybody is and account for missing missing persons and, and things of that nature. Um, 290 dead. I mean, this is um, yeah, this is a uh, in terms of deaths the 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 deadliest terror attack uh, since 9 11. Um, and the bloodiest attack of any kind in Sri Lanka since their civil war ended uh, in 2009, so over over uh, 10 years ago. Uh, it, yeah, br- brutal stuff. I mean, these are radical Muslims who want to kill all non-Muslims, specifically targeting Christians on the holiest day of the year, the day that we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Um, they they target these Christians and and. Uh, there there's there is religious freedom obviously in sri lanka it's a country of uh, diverse faith about 70% of the country are buddhists 14% are hindu 10% are muslims 7% are christians um i really don't know what to say about this it's it's just heartbreaking it's absolutely heartbreaking and you you're seeing churches um being targeted all over over the world uh pew uh, pew research actually does confirm that Uh, Christians are the most targeted uh, religious group on the planet, obviously not per capita. If you're talking about percentage of the population, that would obviously be Jews, Um, but Christians, there's something like a a billion and a half Christians, and there's only, what, 15, 20 million Jews uh, on the planet. Um, Look, it's hard not to to draw parallels to the Christchurch mosque mosque shooting uh, last month where 50 people were killed. Six times as many people were killed in these attacks in Sri Lanka than at the mosque in Christchurch. Six times. Almost 300 dead. Where is the media coverage? Where is the outrage? Where's the solidarity from people of all faiths around the world? Where's the heartfelt statements from American politicians, from the media? I mean, flipping through the the, the news earlier, I mean, CNN is just talking about impeaching Trump. MSNBC was talking about climate change. I mean, they weren't talking about the, the, the 290 Christians slaughtered in Sri Lanka. Why? Because they're Christians. If this was 290 dead Muslims at the hands of a white supremacist or something like that, it would be wall to wall coverage. But they're Christians. The media doesn't care about dead Christians. The left doesn't care about dead Christians. Change my mind. Prove me wrong. The left, this this is just incredible stuff. The left can't even say out loud that the terrorist attacks in Sri Lanka were targeting Christians. They they can't even say the word Christian. This is just incredible stuff. This is Hillary Clinton's tweet after the Sri Lanka attacks. Quote, On this holy weekend for many faiths, we must stand united against hatred and violence. I'm praying for everyone affected by today's horrific attacks on Easter worshippers... And travelers in Sri Lanka. Uh, um, I mean, it's Easter. It's also, if you're Jewish, it's it's Passover. So, yes, another faith uh, does celebrate this week as a a holy time. um, But that's it. I mean, it's just Christians and Jews. It's only a holy week for for Christians and Jews and not anyone else. Um, So if you mean two faiths, I guess multiple faiths is technically accurate. Um, But this was a specific targeted attack on Christians at Christian churches on Easter. Jews weren't targeted. Muslims weren't targeted. Buddhists weren't targeted. Hindus weren't targeted. Atheists weren't targeted. And Easter worshipers? We don't worship Easter. We worship Jesus Christ. And we worship Jesus Christ every day, not just on Easter. Easter worshipers. I've honest to God never heard that term before. I've never heard Christians called Easter uh, worshipers on Christmas are we Christmas worshipers? I mean I worship Jesus every day so I mean like on Halloween are we Halloween worshipers or like what are we, what are we doing? Fourth of July worshipers? How about Tuesday worshipers like what? you can't just say Christians. Barack Obama put out a—President a, Obama put out a similar statement, also using the term uh, Easter worshipers. It's like they all got the memo. Pathetic. Just pathetic stuff, Easter worshipers. Radical Muslims killed almost 300 Christians on Easter. Can you just say that? The Christchurch mosque shootings were horrific. Fifty people were gunned down at their place of worship by a Nazi. And rightfully so. We condemned the Nazi— and the Nazis' ideology, and stood in solidarity with the Muslim community in New Zealand, and prayed for the victims and their families. We didn't say we condemn all violence and all this and that of all faiths. No, this guy wanted to kill Muslims, and he killed Muslims, and we condemn that. These people wanted to kill Christians, and they killed Christians. Why can't you say it? Say it out loud. The left in the media, which, what's the freaking difference at this point. The left and the media just don't care. They just don't care about dead Christians the way they do dead Muslims. That's a fact. Look at the press coverage. Look at CNN. Look at the amount of airtime CNN has given to Sri Lanka. Please keep uh, the the victims' families in your prayers, and obviously there's uh, 500 wounded. Obviously these were bombings, so uh, the, the wounded, you know, it's probably pretty ugly. So pray for their recovery and pray that the, the death toll does not rise any further, um, as unlikely as, as that may be. Uh, yeah, rough. This was a rough one, a rough weekend um, in Sri Lanka. That is absolutely heartbreaking. Um, yeah, i got to cut it a little bit short today. Hopefully I will be back. With uh, some more cheery news on Wednesday, and uh, I have a good guest coming up on Wednesday as well. I can't say who yet; it's not one hundred percent confirmed, but should be a good one. Uh, that's all I got. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Wednesday. No gimmicks. <laughs>